reading, it's chapter, it's Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 38. The harvest is great, but the laborers are few. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, and proclaimed the good news. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, to send out laborers into his harvest. The word of God for the people of God. Good morning, UVC. Good morning. Hey, y'all are so friendly sounding this morning. Um, my name is Wing Young. I use they or he pronouns. I am of communications and discipleship here at UVC. Um, I am grateful and excited to be here with you this morning. Occasionally, I, I preach here at UVC, and um, today is one of those times. Uh, Juan Pablo wasn't able to be here and um, asked me to cover for him. And when he first asked me, um, I went through kind of a range of emotions. At first, I was hesitant because I was like, you know, I have a lot of work right now. Like, my workload is, um, yeah, there's just a lot on my plate right now. So I was like, I don't know if I can, you know, take the time to be able to write a sermon. Um, but then I was excited because we're doing this new sermon series called Fierce Women with the Bible. Um, and so it's just... Um, examining the lives of women and femme people um, in scripture. And I was like, okay, I could totally preach that. So I was like, sure, I will definitely preach um, on the seventh. And then I found out that that sermon series starts next week. <laughs> so I was a little crushed because this current sermon series happens to probably be my least favorite sermon series we've ever had in my entire time working at UBC. <laughs> yeah, um, just having grown up in an evangelical background, you know, like this idea of sharing the gospel, witnessing, um, you know, harvesting people, like that just like, it just doesn't really like sit well with me. Um, and you know, the, the centuries of history of colonization and violence that have been done in the name of spreading the gospel, you know? Um, and then just aside from all of that, it just seems very arrogant to me to be like, I know, you know, the best way to live your life. And so let me, uh, you know, part of that is going to church. Let me take you to church and let me show you how to live your life. And, and part of it is doing all these things that I do and you should do the same thing. Um, that feels very, very arrogant to me in a way that I, I just am not about. Um, you know, sometimes I'm like, why can't we just leave people alone? <laughs> um, but then we have this current sermon series, right? So um, I read the passage, and I hated it. Um, yeah, I'm going to... 
I'm going to read it one more time. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think probably a number of you are familiar with this passage, but I want you to just tune in and, and really listen to it. Try to, try to listen to it with, with fresh ears. See if, if anything strikes you in a new way this time. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into harvest. Now, the traditional or very common interpretation that probably a lot of you are familiar with is this idea that this harvest represents souls that need saving, right? How many of y'all are familiar with that interpretation? I'm curious. Okay. Um, so it's a very common interpretation. And so we have this idea then that laborers represent missionaries or, or just evangelists, people who share the gospel. And then this labor represents, um, you know, like cutting down, like harvesting. And so it's a kind of pretty, like, violent imagery that we are. We've heard the, the, the term mission field, um, and that's, I think, probably where this uh, term comes from, this idea of the field as being a place of... Um, uh, your mission, where you go to save souls. And, um, yeah, I f uh, just find a lot of violence and ob objectification in this kind of interpretation. So um, I went back to um, a previous parable that Jesus talks about, which I think is related. Uh, it's the parable of the sower. Uh, how many of you all are familiar with the parable of the sower? Not the Octavia Butler incredible novel, um, but the parable of the sower that Jesus teaches, um, in the sower sow seeds. I think we, I think we talked about, did, did we preach on this? Like, yeah, last week or something? Last week. Okay, so y'all should, y'all, <laughs> like three of you raised your hands. <laughs> so no one was paying attention last week. Um, but the sower sows seeds, right? And um, the seeds that were uh, typically, um, interpreted is that the, the seed is, well, actually, what, what is the seed in the parable of the sower? What does that represent? The word, right? The word. And in the, the, the translation, I really like it says word of the kingdom, word of the kingdom. And so what is the word of the kingdom? What is the word of the kingdom? Um, I, th I think the concept of kingdom is really interesting that uh, Latinx Marista theologians teach us that the kingdom of God is maybe more imagined better as a kingdom where it's not about ruling authority and dominion and sovereignty so much as it is about how we relate to each other as kin and in a way of belonging to one another. And so this, I believe, is what God's kingdom is about. And so the word of the kingdom is the word of this type of belonging. And um, 
And so the seed we see that is uh, sown in the parable of the sower is a word of the kingdom. So fast forward from the parable of the sower to now we have a field that is ripe with harvest. So if we sowed seeds of the kingdom and what you, you reap what you sow, what, are, what, are, what, what do we reap? We sowed seeds of the kingdom, we reap the kingdom, right? So that's what this field is. This field is not a field of people who need to be saved. This field is a field of a kingdom of abundance and belonging. And we know this because we look at the work of Jesus. Earlier in this passage, like this passage begins by saying, Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness. That's wild, y'all. Every disease and every sickness. He was a healer. He was a conjurer. He was a medicine man. That's who Jesus was. That was his work. It was the work of healing. And so this is the, the word of the kingdom that he is preaching, is this word of, of healing, of abundance, of belonging. Every disease and sickness, y'all. He cured every disease and sickness. And, um, and so this kingdom is a kingdom of... Um, Shalom as well. Um, this concept of shalom is a beautiful one in Jewish theology, and it is traditionally interpreted in English as peace. Um, but actually, it means something a little bit more like uh, wholeness. It means something more like wholeness, flourishing, safety, delight, spiritual and physical healing. And, and yes, peace. And this word shalom, it's not about just the absence of strife. It means abundant life and prosperity. And that's what this field is full of. It is a field flourishing, a garden of shalom. And so we're told that the harvest is plentiful. The harvest is plentiful. There is a bounty to enjoy. God's kingdom is everywhere, y'all. That is the promise that we're given in this passage, that that abundance exists for us. In a little bit, we're going to um, do a little talkback session because um, I'd love to hear a little bit from y'all about um, what this looks like in your lives. I'd love to hear about where do you see the kingdom of God popping up in your life? Um, but one more question. So if, um, if the seed, if the field is abundance, if laborers are, um, if, if we're the laborers, wh what is our labor, right? Because this question, uh, this passage, is about labor in the field. So what is, what is that labor supposed to look like? What is our work as people of God? If we look at the passage, it says, so Jesus says to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, what? Therefore, go and, you know, colonize people, therefore, no, we don't see anything like that. We see, therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers 
into the harvest. Our work is to recruit co-laborers. Our work is to recruit other people to enjoy the fruits of harvest together. That is the abundance that we are promised, and that is what we speak of, and that is what we have to share with others, that there is truly a feast to be had in this field of abundance. <laughs>